That's offensive. I identify the basketball. Ladies, gentlemen, and basketballs, welcome to the Views from the John podcast, hosted by comedian John Erez and his truck driving buddy extraordinaire, Mr. Josh Ryder. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to a special edition of the Views from the John podcast, episode 75, live from Wisconsin. Yes. I'm John Ares, and this guy over here, he's back, everybody. I'm back. It's, it's Josh. Of. It's Josh Ryder. He's back. From, uh, Lake Michigan. He's back on the show. It's right back here. Right back there. Yeah. Like Lake Michigan. He's he's back on the show, but he is not in the studio. Obviously, no. no. We are exactly <clears throat> one thousand ninety-four miles away from each other, brother. Oh man! But you feel like you're right here in the studio. Absolutely. The with miracle be- of technology. With your beautiful bald head staring yes. at me. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to embrace it. I'm trying to come to grips with it. I know you miss me. Be easy, on, dude. Yeah, I miss you like a like a pig misses slop. <laughs> so welcome everybody. This is the seventy fifth episode. It's kind of a milestone. Awesome. Seventy five episodes in, and I just wanted to thank everybody out there. Um, yeah. We've grown exponentially thanks to you guys. Um, it's been an awesome trip. I love doing this, um, and the more people that subscribe and tune in. Um, the more it inspires us to keep doing it and get better. Um, so Absolutely. yeah, we're growing. We're at 75 episodes. We've been growing as a family. I love it. Um, so yeah, I wanted to toss that out there real quick, man, that uh, if you could real quick, just click on the like button. If you haven't subscribed, maybe subscribe and leave a comment. Believe it or not, Josh, leaving comments actually help the videos reach more people. Yeah, Awesome. And in the history of this show, there's only been one person to ever cut. No, there's been two people that have ever commented on a podcast. One of them was was you. (laughs) (laughs) So I encourage anybody out there. I see the numbers. You're, You're definitely watching and liking this show on YouTube. Leave a comment. Yeah, Try to be nice about it. I'd rather not hear that you think we suck, you know, keep it civil. But we'd love to hear from you. I was even thinking, Josh, of what we might be able to give the first person that actually comments on this episode on YouTube and leaves a comment. I don't suck. You suck. What? <laughs> Where did that even come from? I didn't say you sucked. No, you said the, con- the comment that you got was that you sucked. No, that's that not we, what I that said. That we sucked. Oh, all right. No, I, I, I was just saying, if people are going to leave a comment, I do just encourage people not to say anything negative. Oh, <laughs> you know, gotcha. The world has enough negativity. If you can't say something nice, just try not to say it at all. But anyways, liking the video, viewing it, and commenting it helps us grow as a family. It helps us reach more people that don't know about us that might love us. You know, So right, right. Uh, if, if, if you could do that, guys, that would be friggin' fantastic. So yeah, Josh, it's awesome to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks. And uh, thanks, to, thanks to all the viewers too, and the subscribers. Yeah, they're our family. 
Yeah. You guys are our family. So I don't know about you, dude. I don't know what the, uh, what the weather's like up in, uh, or over in Wisconsin, but it hit 60 today in Boston. What? That's awesome. It's uh, 65 it, today. Yeah. You know what happens over here in Boston when it hits 60 for the first time in the spring? People yeah, go nuts. Yes. Yeah, around uh, naked. There was a phenomenon today in the whole <clears throat> state, I believe. But definitely in Boston, where we're from, because uh, a lot of things happened today that haven't happened in over a year. Let me explain it. Yeah, go for it. You wouldn't even know that uh, the pandemic, I think, happened. You saw, I saw so much more people today without masks on outside. It's like people just said, it's nice out. It's been a year. I've had it. It's coming off. You know what That's I'm saying? That's great. That's awesome. Everyone's mood is uplifted. Everybody had their windows down, waving at each other, rocking music, ripping the masks off. <laughs> I, I think people have had it, but I don't know. I tell you, dude, my mood was just elevated to an 11 today just because it was 60 degrees out and sunny. Yeah, that's good. It's the, all I that mean, vitamin, vitamins you're getting from the sun. Makes everybody yeah. happy. I don't know about you, dude, but just like after five long, hard months of winter here in the Northeast when you get that first 60 degree day in March or whatever, it's just like, I felt like I won the lottery today just because it was 60 <laughs> degrees out, you know? So it's awesome, yeah. man. So yeah, 65, man, that's, that's pretty good for Wisconsin. Yeah. But, uh, I just came up from Louisiana and, uh, Louisiana, it was 85 degrees down there. I was sweating, man. So hot. <laughs> Louisiana. Yeah. Boy, just outside of New Orleans. How did you like Luis Violana? I, 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 I don't know what that was. How did you like Louisiana? Yeah. Did you just right. pass? Did you just pass through, or did you stay a night? Yeah, I just passed through. It was kind of yeah. dirty, kind of dirty, I've, but you know, it's I, whatever. I've I've passed through uh, Louisiana on uh, what is it, ten? Yeah, Route Ten. That's what I was on. Yeah. Yeah, Highway 10. I, I, I've been through Louisiana. Yeah, Josh is traveling all over the friggin' place. All right, so let's get into some content, shall we? Sure. I called up the cable company the other day, Josh, Comcast to be specific. And when we were finished with our call, the lady says to me, thank you for calling Comcast. And I said to her, you too. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, wait a minute. Why am I thanking her for calling Comcast? She works there. I called her. But we, but we do that, don't we? Yeah, we do. I, uh, I had a cashier told me, tell me uh, to drive safe. And I was, I was like right back at you. And, uh, <laughs> she, looked, she looked at me like, huh? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. It happens. It's unbelievable. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Or the bank just, teller. I just, you know, yeah. Thanks for coming to the bank. And you're like, you too. Wait a minute. <laughs> you work at the bank. What the fuck am I saying? Yeah. I just catch myself <laughs> in that stuff now, I guess. Like I'm more hyper aware of myself than I ever have been. Yeah. Or like, and my surroundings. So I pick up on stuff like that, that I've never thought of my entire life, you know, until recently. <laughs> Maybe that's because every week I'm so desperately trying to look for shit to talk about, you know? Yeah. You guys try coming up with 17 different topics each week. That's a, that's a, lot, of, that's a lot of topics. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at my light is casting a shadow. What a horrible producer I am. Yeah, I like the popsicle in the background, though. I'm 
partial the lollipop. To, I'm partial to the Ferris wheel. Thank you very much. Yeah, it does look like a Ferris wheel. It's a, it's a lollipop. So, on this week's edition of What's John's Crazy Neighbor Up To? Yeah. Which she one? Has the, which the downstairs one? one? The downstairs exactly. one? Or the... Exactly. Exactly. Right. There's so many to pick from. I live in such an eclectic city that uh, there's a, there's, <laughs> it's like living in a zoo for humans. So, the next door neighbor, uh, I, I have a crystal clear view into her backyard because I live in an elevated position. You know? Are you a peep, are you a peep in time? No, Get the but occasionally out. I do peep into her backyard. And when I peeped into her backyard today, what did I see on her clothesline? But disposable masks that were drying. <laughs> You're such a yes, creeper. right people. Evidently, <laughs> there's people out there that are washing disposable masks. Nice. Now, you're not supposed to do that. That's point number one. Number two is, I guess if it was a year ago when nobody could find masks, that could be understandable, right? Yeah, yeah. But at this point, you, you can pretty much find a mask anywhere. Even the disposable ones are like $20 for uh, what? They're like 20 for like a buck now I don't at know. a I dollar for store. Yeah, I, dude. For free. So, I mean, yeah, they're plentiful. So I'm wondering what is causing her to want to wash disposable masks <laughs> and the Hello. only thing i can think of is that uh you know knowing who she is no prejudice against her you know she's very spiritual and liberal and climate conscious and all that stuff maybe it's got yeah. something to do with uh recycling yeah maybe where she's cheap you know uh <laughs> what you've done is taking a bandana that you probably already owned and reconditioned it as a mask, like in the profile, like in the uh, promo shot for this podcast, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Easy to do. Can, I have cloth masks. I don't know about you, the pull-up ones and the ones that strap around your ear and those you can wash in the sink. Mm -hmm. So you're, so those aren't waste. So no. I don't understand the need to wash a disposable <laughs> mask. I just think it's hilarious, dude. Yeah. You know, you'd expect to see laundry outside or something like that, right? Because mm -hmm. that makes right. sense. It does. But, you know, like what's next? She's going to hang up paper towels outside to dry? Mm -hmm. I think you we're coming down, to the, coming down to the end of this whole mask thing, though, which I'm really happy about. I'm hoping so, dude. I'm really hoping that this summer... If and when people will just give in to the vaccination and get it, because a lot of people I'm talking to our age are like, I'm not getting that stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my God, dude, let, like, let's just take it and, you know, move on, please. <laughs> anyways, 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 moving on, moving on, moving on. Where are we going? Over, over the weekend, I was watching a movie. It was called Escape Plan. You guys ever heard of it? I never heard, heard of it. it? Okay. What guys? There's only me in this. <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying to treat our audience like they're here with us. You know, anybody uh, ever heard of this? Or like I'm on stage and I'm talking to the audience. Or maybe gotcha. it's a rhetorical question. I'm going to move around. Yeah. We're talking about Escape Plan. Escape Plan is a movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Arnold, Arnold, 
And they're uh, at a like maximum, exactly. They're at a maximum uh, security prison and they have to like team up, even though they hate each other to escape this prison. And dude, <laughs> I need, I needed to turn on closed captioning for the movie because you got <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger going, get out. It's a bomb. Get down, get down, get out of here. <laughs> and then you got Sylvester Stallone going, <laughs> get to the dude, chopper. Watch it. Arnold's like, and friggin' Rambo's like, you seriously need an interpreter to watch this movie, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point I'm trying to make. <laughs> it was crazy. I literally, I'm, I'm not joking. you. This isn't a joke. Yeah. I had to turn on closed captioning because I literally couldn't understand what these two were saying. You'd right. know that Schwarzenegger's got a heavy accent and he's, you know, and, and then, you know, Sylvester Stallone's always. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how he talks, you know, like in yeah. Rocky. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, where'd you go? Where'd John go? Where'd he go? Would you, would you fall on your ass? Did you fall in the lake? Take a dip? <laughs> oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I fell like, over in I fell like, over in my <laughs> chair. Like I was having, I was having such a good time. So, what's John binging this week? Yeah, what I you know everyone's you, dying to know. What do you watch? I gave nowadays? in. I gave in and subscribed to the only streaming service I have not tried yet, and I oh. got a subscription to uh, Amazon Prime. Wow, moving up in the world. Yeah, dude. Uh, and I got to say, I'm a little ticked at myself for not doing it sooner because uh, I didn't realize how many great original series that Amazon has, like The Boys. So I'm knee deep into The Boys right now. I know you're not going to know it because you're not up on TV or pop culture, but maybe some you of you out there have seen it or have heard about it. But it's amazing. I think your balls deep in The Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am balls deep in the boys, dude. <laughs> I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely. That's, so a, that's, about, the, what, that's a good observation. All right. What's, the boys what's is it about? basically, it takes place in uh, like modern times, but it, like almost like a parallel universe where uh, there's, a, um, there's a drug that you can inject in somebody, which gives them superpowers. Gives them superpowers. Right. But you really don't know what you're going to get, like what your power is going to be. So there's a corporation that hires some of these people with superpowers to basically act as superheroes. Okay. And they're trying to get a government contract to handle like wars instead of um, fighting with troops and stuff like that. Hmm. And it goes in depth uh, I don't even know how to describe it, dude. It's like most of these episodes are rated 18 plus, if that gives you any indication. So the level of violence and realness in what they show in the acting is just incredible. So you got a bunch of people. They're called the seven. 
they're like the they are like the chosen seven for this corporation that are like the greatest superheroes in the world. Right. But what you want, but what you soon realize is that these superheroes are only acting super when the cameras are around. When the cameras are off them, these superheroes are like, eh, I don't want to save that plane full of people. Let's just let it crash into the ocean. Or they use their superpowers to do really messed up stuff. Or they rape people or kill people that they're not supposed to because they're untouchable. So it goes into all that. What the boys are is a group of people that have all been screwed over by, by, uh, by these superheroes. And they want to expose them. They want to kill them. They want to take them down. So the boys are all specialists in one area of the other. And they start coming after every member of this group of seven that are the seven ultimate superheroes. And it starts off with uh, one of the guys that's in this, like, you know, boys group or whatever. So uh, are, are the, the, hold up, John. Is the boys like uh, the good guys or the, the superheroes? Are the good guys? This no. The superheroes are making it seem like they're the good guys because right. on camera and through media, they're doing everything right. But the show takes you behind the scenes. Okay. Like, what if Superman was on a reality show? Like, was Superman always perfect? Did Superman ever kill anybody? Maybe was he? Like, did he ever rape anybody? That's what it gets into. It's seven huh. superheroes that are super on camera, but in their personal lives, they don't give a shit. And let me give you an example. In the very first episode, a guy is talking to his girlfriend, and she's literally one foot over the curb into the street. And there's this guy that can run a thousand miles an hour. That's part of the seven. And he literally runs through her. And it shows that he, he runs through her at a thousand miles an hour, instantly killing her, just turning her in a splatter. And then, and then this guy gets so angry about it because this guy doesn't even give a shit that he did it. He's like, Oh, sorry, my bad. That's horrible. So all these people that make up the boys are people that hate these seven superheroes because they're all actually dickheads. One of them raped a guy, his wife. Oh, so it's like. All the guys and the boys are like the Punisher going after humans with superhuman capabilities. Hmm. And it's filmed in this like no holds barred. We'll show you sex. We'll show you swearing. We'll show you people's heads being crushed, eyes popping out. There's no limit to what. So, yeah, dude, the show is just amazing. So that's what I'm binging this week, man, is the boys. So the boys doesn't have to do with what you were thinking, Josh, pedophilia. All right. <laughs> okay. I know been, that's uh, where your mind tends no. to go, but that's not what we're talking about here. No. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> and what else did I binge this week? I had to binge uh, Project Blue Book. Only has two seasons, and uh, I flew through that in two days. It was amazing. Anyone looking yeah. for something to watch? And you have Amazon Prime. Look up Project Blue Book. It'll tell you all about uh, a real government project that took place in the 50s about uh, studying UFOs and what the government did to push the narrative that aliens exist and that they are all evil and they want to kidnap us and probe us. Probe. Nice. That's what, they, that's what the U.S. government wanted us to think. Sounds but fun. In but in actuality, that's not the case. 
just like I've always expected. What? I think of aliens. Dude, <laughs> dude, I believe in aliens. I really do. And I believe I I that, that they are so far intelligent to us and their technology so superior to us that if they wanted to end us, they would have already. Yeah, I know you do. But there's this new world government, dude, not to get into conspiracy theories, that is trying to push the narrative. And they have since the 40s, since Roswell, that all these aliens do is mutilate cows and anally probe people and just cause carnage. And that's actually not the case. Oh. Do you know our own government stages some of these alien invasions? Really? Using our own UFO technology. Yeah, dude, it's... Let me, I mean, this is a whole other show, you know, but that's, that's really where it goes. Yeah, we could so save yeah. it for another show. So yeah, Project Blue Book is what I'm doing this week along with the boys, if any of you guys are interested. Next up. I, I, hey, I've been watching The Muppet Show. It's on Disney+. Plus. That perfectly ties into our next topic, and you I don't know. have a script in front of you. I, no, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, um, have you been watching it? Did you, do you remember the Muppet show back in the day? Of course. But uh, wait, how are you watching the Muppet show? What's that on? Disney plus. I just told you that. Okay. The one I just canceled. That's the only streaming service I don't have. Cause the only reason I got Disney plus was for the Mandalorian. I'm done with that. So when the Mandalorian eventually comes back, I'll just re up it. Oh. But yeah, this is going to tie in. Um, so, with getting Amazon Prime, it gave me access to all the Looney Tune cartoons. Yeah. And the first thing I was appalled by, okay, is there's a huge warning on the screen when you play any of these cartoons. Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, there's a huge warning that comes up on the screen before the show even begins. And it's a statement from Warner Brothers that basically says that what you're about to see comes to us from a time when racial and ethnic differences were caricatured in the name of entertainment. These prejudices were wrong then, and they are wrong today. Wow. So, so if you're a kid and you've never seen Looney Tunes, that's the first thing you see is they, they, they immediately stamp what you're about to watch as being all bullshit. <laughs> and even in the parental warnings now, I've noticed, is that they'll warn you that there's blackface in a cartoon or a movie. <laughs> I don't know if... Do I Looney need to Toon explain blackface to you, or do you know no, what blackface is? Yeah, I do. I, I already know. Okay. Looney Tunes is like uh, Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. Daffy Duck. and Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Tom and Jerry, huh. all those. I wonder so, what Six Flags is going to do, the, the amusement park, because they, uh, they own the Looney Tunes characters. Correct. I wonder yeah, what they're going to do. I don't know but cancel culture is still going and it's going hard and it's getting crazier and crazier so just real quick <laughs> dude you and i i think most of those looney tunes came out i don't know 40s or 50s was it a long time ago i didn't research it but tom and jerry i thought was more our time like 80s but anyways we grew up on all of those cartoons you and yeah. i yeah absolutely I, i've seen 
every Looney Tunes, every Coyote and Roadrunner, every Tom and Jerry. Um, uh, who was the Mexican character there? Uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. He's been canceled. And Slowpoke Rodriguez. That was his yeah. cousin or his brother. They've been canceled. Oh, They're really? Done. Yes. Spe Speedy was like one of my favorite ones. Yeah, he's been canceled. He's That's done. Messed. What? Yes, dude. That's listen horrible. to this. Listen to this now. That's messed up. Pepe Le Pew. You familiar? Yeah, he's With French. With our friend Pepe Le Pew? Yeah. yeah. Pepe Le Pew is now canceled. Get out of here. Guess the reason why. Why? Because the powers that be that are canceled culture say Pepe Le Pew, our good buddy the skunk from France, promotes rape. What? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is going on, Josh? Because he was chasing after that cat. I have no idea. That's horrible. <laughs> That's just, crazy. Just, it's so crazy. It's comical to people like us because, okay, but so yeah, I'm sure anybody that supports the cancellation of those cartoons that could be watching us right now probably instantly just labeled two ignorant, toxic white people. And that's Ooh. so messed up to me. I don't have a racist bone in my body. Josh and I grew up on these cartoons and we didn't see any racism or sexism or rape in any no. of it. No. But, but when you tell people that that's what it is, like Warner Brothers does now, then they've already stamped it. It's Pepe Le Pew is rape and Speedy Gonzalez is offensive towards, I don't know, Mexico. Uh, Mr. <laughs> and Mr. Potato Head have been canceled. Why? There, there is no more Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head because we can't use pronouns, Josh, because Mr. used to mean man and Mrs. used to mean a lady. And that just can't happen. They're friggin' potatoes, people. Yeah. They're the Idaho's, they're spuds. Yeah, can't, if you're so hung up that they're, oh my God, I don't even know where to begin here. What's going on? You, I don't know. What is happening? It, you know, here's what's crazier. I'm pretty sure they've done a poll about this. Like 80 to 85% of the United States population does not believe in cancel culture. They're sick of it. So it seems to be like there's like a couple thousand people on Twitter that just live on there that start trending these hashtags and then these companies cave into it. And I'm looking for somebody to stand up and have the balls and be like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not canceling Pepe Le Pew because you think he promotes rape somehow. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts to me. When is anybody going to stand up to cancel culture? I keep meaning to do this. And one of these days I am. Maybe one of you guys can. I'm not a big tweeter. I don't use Twitter. I don't go on Twitter. Twitter is the most toxic social platform out there. And um, But somebody try to look up this for, uh, for me. And maybe write me. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. Leave a comment. Has anybody ever created the hashtag cancel cancel culture? That's cool. Do it up.
Because I think if you could get that hashtag trending, the silent majority of us or whatever that don't like cancel culture can get behind that hashtag without any fear of repercussion. You know? It's time to stop canceling things just because a couple thousand people or 1% of this country, they find it offensive. It's like you can literally boil this down to the most simplest equation, Josh, or metaphor that a child could understand. Let's say Pepe Le Pew or Mr. and Mrs. Der Potato Head or Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I saw Dr. Or, Seuss. That's or like Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Just right. <laughs> take take any one of those things that people are trying to cancel and have that they find it offensive. Let's call those things ketchup. Those people don't like ketchup. We right. love ketchup. Just because you right. don't like something doesn't mean you have to cancel it for the rest of the world. Yeah, you're right. I'm more do of any of you people guy. out there, do any of you people out there that might be advocating for this cancel shit realize what other people or other countries think of this country right now? Because I have friends that live outside of this country. Do you, Josh? Do you ever talk to anybody that lives outside of this country that looks at us? We're no, looked really. at. We're looked at right up. now as being one of the most fucked up, weirdest countries in the history of this world just because <laughs> of what we're doing to each other. We keep yeah. arguing over whose skin color matters, killing each other over who's president, pulling each other's hair out, creating racism hair. where it doesn't exist, canceling cartoon characters, canceling people like John Wayne who died 60 years ago. You know, yeah. can you believe John Wayne said that? Yeah, he was born in what, 1900? Some, That's the way these like people talked back then. I mean, give it a rest. I just can't believe it, man. It, I mean, speaking of this, let's move on to an even serious, more serious topic of cancellation, which uh, might hit a little bit closer to home for people, because I want to get your honest take on it. What happened with Dr. Seuss? What was his problem? I don't know. He's, he's, from, really West, don't. he's from our Western Mass way. Dr. Yeah, the, yeah, the creator of Western Mass, I believe, is from... Yeah, the, the creator of Western Mass. The creator of Dr. Seuss was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, he's a homeboy. But I don't know why they canceled it, Josh. But they have like a museum out there. Let's have Josh, the truck driver extraordinaire here, weigh in on this topic. All right. Okay. Because this is probably one of the most, this is probably one of the more serious uh, things about beyond canceling. And that Confederate flag, you just drove through the South. You're from the North. You just drove through the South. Yeah. So I ask you, the Confederate pride, or uh, yeah, the Confederate, (laughs) the Confederate flag, the Confederate (laughs) flag the bars and to the stars peop- to the people in the south it means southern pride to the people yeah. from the north and to most people of color it means racism and division right it's a sign of hate what does it mean to you what do you think about it 
Uh, I think it's just this little Southern boy got his little pride going. That's all. I think. Uh, but are you? But are you empathetic and sympathetic to the people that find it offensive? Like it's a flag of someone holding up, like somebody hanging from a noose, yeah, or pointing the middle finger. I could swing both ways, I guess, on that. I can yeah. understand it both ways. I can understand it both ways as well. Yeah. But, and here's why we have to be empathetic and sympathetic of our differences. You and I are from the North. Yeah. We didn't choose where we were born, did we? No, we didn't. No. Right. It seems like people that were born and raised from the South are definitely different from those of us who were born and raised in the North. You've Correct. experienced it. I've experienced Absolutely. it. Yeah. So, what, so what the flag means to them might be very innocent. They might look at it just like it's the American flag, like it's no big deal. But to somebody like me that has a lot of friends of color and that can see things from both sides, you got to understand that the reason the Civil War happened is, was over slavery. The North, the Northern Territory, the Northern States, okay, what mm -hmm. was the United States at that point wanted to end slavery. They were mm -hmm. the anti-slavery states. Massachusetts is one of them. The whole Northeast, the whole Northern Hemisphere was. But the Southern states wanted to keep slavery. And their battle flag as the Confederates was the Confederate flag. Mm -hmm. So to that flag was born in the name of wanting to keep people of color as slaves in this country, which I think is one of the most abhorrent fucking things in human history. Yeah. That's what that flag means to me. So I understand that if you're from the South, that to you, it's really innocent. It just means that you're proud of being from the South. I totally yeah. understand that. Totally get it. And if, and if I was from the South, maybe I would be feeling the same way. But because I come from the North and I have a different mindset, I look at the flag as being a sign of the Civil War. And the Civil War was about keeping slavery. And that's right. what that flag means to me. Yeah. So that's my take on it. I feel it's more of a pride thing and uh, more, more of like a, like a rebel it's a rebel flag. So it's, it's kind of against the government and stuff like that. It's, you know, it's okay. So it, because it's the rebel flag and it's innocent enough to like it for the people in the South, does that mean the rest of the world needs to tolerate it based on the way, like, let's say I feel about it, that it's yeah. a sign that people are still pissed off that they lost the civil war. Like what happened? Like what would have happened, Josh, if like the South did win? How much longer would slavery would have lasted? Think about how much more fucked up this world would be. See, I'm starting yeah. to actually get pissed off about this because yeah. I, I, I fucking hate racism and I hate slavery and I can't yeah. stand people that want to defend shit like this. <clears throat> I understand that to the people of the South, it's about pride, but at the same time, it's a sign of hatred to, 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 to everybody else. So I think it's a real touchy subject, actually. Yeah. I don't think the South would have ever won anyway, because uh, the Northern Hemisphere of the United States was more of uh, industrial, and the more of the South was agriculture, so they would have probably never yeah. won. 
Anyway. And I understand that the South thought they were going to lose their asses because the majority of what they were pumping out was because of what the slaves were doing, the agriculture, the cotton. Right. But if I lived back then, especially with what I know now, I would have been like, you can still keep your cotton fields. Just put white people to work. Yeah. Or, or if you want people of color to work for you, then fucking pay them and free them. No one's saying you got to lose your cotton business. You just can't have slave labor anymore, you fucking prick. Oh, yeah. man. If, if I could go back to the 1700s, man, <laughs> I would be the new... Uh, uh, who was that guy? There was a white guy that lived back in the slave days that freed everybody he could, and he killed every slave owner he could. He was a white guy. Um, 60-minute warning. Oh, shit. 60-minute warning. Hold on a sec. I forgot to log off. <laughs> and the podcast gets interrupted because Josh didn't log out of the system. There we go. We're good now. I thought the bomb that you set was going to go off in 60 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it was. It would have. <laughs> no, I was, forgot the clock out. Hey. <laughs> Just remember your ZZ top beard and how it's rubbing on that microphone like it's oh, making yeah, love. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's making love. You need to trim that shit. I do. I got, a, I got a pair of scissors. I just haven't gotten around to it. I haven't had that time. So I have an idea. I have well, an idea what... for... Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've been well, doing think... all the talking, Josh. Get all your thoughts out. Well, this, uh, this whole Confederate stuff and the, the rebel flag and stuff like that, it's no difference than I think than the cartoons, no? It's just, it has the different... No, because I don't remember Porky Pig saying any racist things. I don't remember uh, Pepe Le Pew raping anybody. Um... I don't remember uh, Colonel Sanders calling anybody the N-word. Oh. Whereas the Confederate flag was literally born from the South wanting to keep black people as slaves, Josh. That's a yeah. big difference between that and a cartoon character like Porky Pig that might have picked his face up from the mud and people construe that as blackface. Mm -hmm. Hey, you realize you're on camera right now, right? Yeah, You've been like itch. rubbing your face for like two minutes. <laughs> We're not on FaceTime, man. We're recording a show. <laughs> Moving on. So no, I have an idea. We should, we should keep talking about no, this. We, no, really, no, I think we, no, I've said my piece on it. If you want to keep trying to pontificate, well, still, go for still it. They still wave it down there. There's plenty of places that still have it. And they're big, they're big old flags. Hey, can you do me a favor, buddy, and make sure you're centered in this camera? There you go. <laughs> what, you can't slide your whole body up? Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, that was good. All right. Uh, moving I on. To, I wanted to get the view of the lake. <laughs> mm, plowing ahead. Plowing ahead. So I have an idea, Josh. I have an okay. idea for a, a new Barbie and a Ken. Barbie. A new Ken and Barbie line. The doll? No. There's a, lo 
There's a lot of Ken and, Ken and Barbie Yashashevitz down the street. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ken and Barbie, the friggin' dolls, the one that everyone knows. Yeah, that's right. You got it. You guessed it make, right. They should make Amish ones. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So let's say you were a marketing executive and you worked for the company that made those toys. How would you sell it to your boss to make an Amish one? An Amish Barbie? Yeah. Well, they could like uh, turn butter and get like a little butter thing and they could do it. And the the other Amish guy could have like uh, a hammer and nails. Well, those are all accessories, you know? Yeah, but like those would have to be like. I got one for you. <laughs> How about a white trash Ken and Barbie? Oh, wow. Okay. The Barbie, the Barbie will be skinny like she's been on heroin, but she'll be nine months pregnant, right? Ooh, yeah. Cut off shorts, tank top that's all stained up and dirty, you know, teeth missing, yellowed Ooh. out, Ooh. smoking. Yeah. She'll have a cigarette and her hair will look like she's stuck in the eighties. Right. Yeah. And then the white trash Ken, you know, a wife, beater. Uh, he'll have a wife beater on, uh, he'll have a trucker cap on. Hey, what's wrong with a trucker cap? He'll drive a truck for a living. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you're so funny. No, one of the accessories <laughs> he'll have is he'll have a, but no, He'll have like a Dale Earnhardt or like a NASCAR hat on. And then oh, yeah. he can have like a Budweiser in one hand and a cigarette mm-hmm. in the other. Maybe the car it comes with is like a Camaro or a Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up, man. Those are uh, good cars. I don't think a white would trash be Barbie's that. car with white trash Barbie's car would be a Chevy Cavalier. Yeah, like a be a tool uh, Chevy Cavalier. Oh, really? Yeah. Cavalier. That would be it. <laughs> that was always the car, dude. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't like the stereotype, but when I was growing up in the 90s and 2000s, man, if there was a white trash chick driving, she was in a Chevy Cavalier. That was just, that was just one of the cars. Oh, I thought it was always just, like the, Do- the Dodge Neons or something like that. Just, just like it's not a stereotype, it's just reality that most of the liberals in the liberal city I live in, uh, they, the majority of them drive Toyota Priuses. It's yeah. not, it's not a joke. It's not a stereotype. It's just, it's a fact. Yeah. Facts don't care about your feelings. All right, people. Speaking of and cars you- that are good on gas, like the Priuses, I was, I drove through Chicago today. Gas was two ninety nine a gallon. I don't know if that's good or bad. That's bad, man. It was like, two, bad. yeah, it was like two twenty. What? Like last month. Yeah. And why do you think it's all of a sudden mysteriously starting to go up? Oh, because we're running out? I think so. No. <laughs> no. It couldn't be because it's getting to be spring and summer. True. And restrictions are being lifted and people are getting inoculated. It couldn't yeah. be that. No, it couldn't. Couldn't be. Yeah, no, dude, I get... I get gas so infrequently that I have no idea what I paid, but I get a discount where I go. So I get 30 cents off 87 octane. So I'm, how do you get get a discount? It's easy. The rewards, 
if you go to a certain sh- uh, grocery store, the more money you spend, you get points, and then you use those points on gas. And I get every time I go, I get thirty cents off whatever octane I choose. Does your car run like crap after? And and God damn it, I only use eighty seven. All right, I ain't I ain't falling for this ninety three ninety four shit. Does your car run better? Does your car run better with the the grocery store gas? I only get grocery store gas, but as far as I'm concerned, doesn't it doesn't really matter if it's at a grocery store or at a or at a speedway? Isn't it all coming from pretty much the same plant? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I, I lease my cars, so. I don't oh, beat the right. piss out of them. I mean, you're I take right. care of it. If you lease it, you're all set then. Dude, my car still likes it, still looks like it rolled out of the showroom inside now. I'm so happy. I've had that thing since September. It's got 1,300 miles on it, and it looks like it still came out of the showroom. Oh, love it. You don't go, you don't go anywhere. No, I work from home, buddy. I know, and you go to the grocery store. You don't really put any miles on your car because you drive a truck for a living, and it's not your truck. So we probably put about the same amount of miles on our car a week. I drive around. All right. You shit talking bastard. I, go, I, drive, <laughs> I drive around with my car. Oh, he, he, you froze up for a second. Your connection isn't as good as it was when, we, you, when you were in friggin' Mississippi, wherever you were. Oh, uh, Missouri. All right, here's, another, here's another good story I got to share with you and you guys what? out there. This happened oh, yeah. a couple of years ago, but I think it's hilarious. And it just proves the point. There's a whole point in the moral of the story. Is but, there? You know, you know Harrison Ford? Yeah, it's uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Guy's Han 80 Solo? years old. Yeah. Guy's 80 years old. And he's a pothead. Is he? Yeah. He's a All big right. time pot smoker. Huge pothead. He doesn't talk about it a lot, but the guy's a huge stoner. It's a, it's a pretty well known fact if you're a aficionado. Anyways. He's also a pilot, Josh. He owns yeah. a couple planes. And a couple years ago, he was coming in for a landing at John Wayne International Airport in Orange County, California. Did they change the name of that yet? John Wayne? I, I yeah. believe that's one of the cancellation things is they're trying to change the name because it's John <laughs> Wayne. You know, isn't that amazing? And Crazy. that's why so many people talk about like, like, it seems to be a lot of, I'm sorry, white women, you're called Karens now. It seems to be a lot of these people that are actually doing this. They're like, they're, they're getting offended on other people's behalf. Huh. You know? So they're like the, the women's rights kind of Karens? Or no? No. Nah. I need like to this. get you up to speed more on pop culture, man. No, I'm, I'm freaking tired. I'm sorry. I, Give me a break. Like I live on social media and on freaking YouTube. So I'm, you know, I'm down with the current news and all the shit. Anyways, so Harrison Ford, he's an 80-year-old pothead that flies a plane. And when he came okay. in to land at this international airport, Josh and everyone else listening or watching, he didn't happen to land on the runway. He landed on a taxiway. <laughs> 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 and there's a video you can search for it all you gotta oh, really? do guys yeah you guys can do it 
after the show, of course, but go on to YouTube and uh, just type in Harrison Ford lands at the wrong or like, like, or whatever. Harrison Ford lands on a taxiway or whatever, and you'll find it. And, <laughs> and they have the actual audio of him talking to the tower. And as soon as he's about to touch down, he's talking to the tower. He's like, was that Airbus supposed to be right below me on the runway? And they're like, you didn't land on the runway. You landed on taxiway, Charlie. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> One good thing I'll say about him is uh, they actually tape recorded the call he made to the tower. Because when you land on a taxiway as a pilot, dude, that's called mm -hmm. the pilot deviation. And if you get a pilot deviation, that means you could lose your license. That's a big no-no. So when you're told to call the tower, there's a big problem. So they actually have the phone conversation of him talking to the tower about him landing on a taxiway. And he was so apologetic. He was like, I was confused. Uh, you know, but I'm like, yeah, dude, you were confused. You're 80 years old and you smoke pot. Your brain's <laughs> probably not too sharp. You know, yeah. my father's 76 and I don't think he has the capacities to fly a plane and he's not a pothead like Harrison Ford is. So yeah, maybe Harrison Ford shouldn't be flying a plane is all I'm trying to say, dude. Just think well, about think, it. I think if you were just like Joe Schmo with a, with a pilot license, I think you would have been like lost your license. You probably would have went to jail. Right. Stuff but like because that. he's Harrison Ford. Yeah. He's the golden he child. Right. But let me just, I know it's funny that he landed on a um, taxiway, but let's be real for a minute. He literally went a couple hundred feet over the top of a passenger Airbus that was waiting to take off where it should have been. Had he wow. been a couple hundred feet loader, lower, he would have slammed into that plane, possibly killing everyone on board. And himself, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No bueno. So, yeah, maybe just because he's Harrison Ford, what, is, what if he kills a plane full of people next time? What's going to happen? They're going to name the airport after him. So John yeah. You know what we don't have? Or I, maybe we do have. Let me touch on my screen here. What? No. Don't be touching, don't be touching stuff. There's no timer. I don't know how long we've been going for Oh, we could, we could have been talking for 10 hours already. No, I don't know. I don't think it's been that long. So anyways, just a couple more things and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, wrap shit up here, but check this out, dude. Yeah. I'm checking. I almost caused myself to vomit the other day and I got very angry and I shouldn't have done it, but yeah, I was just curious. I was curious. And, and, and you know what they say about curiosity? It kills the cat. Okay. All right. Are you bulimic? Anorexic? Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are you so trying anyways, to make yourself sick? No, I said I almost... Dude, relax. Let me fill right? in the blanks and then you'll understand. You all right? Listen. Got the COVID? So, I... What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Just because you're uh, a <laughs> thousand miles away doesn't mean you're safe. Yeah, you can't throw stuff at me across the room. All right. So uh, anyways, I heard the other day that Paris Hilton has a podcast. Okay. And my immediate thought to myself was, why the fuck does Paris Hilton need a podcast and who's going to listen? Like, 
who cares about Paris Hilton? I mean, you I should talk like, who cares about John Ayres, right? Like, did, like, why should I have a podcast? But did, did you anyways, listen to the podcast? Did you listen to her? I tried. And that's my point, Josh. Okay? Well, there you go. You, you listened to her. I had to because I was curious. <laughs> and what happens to the cat that's curious? It falls in the pool and it drowns, right? And oh, that's what happened. Oh. I got okay. angry listening to the Paris Hilton podcast. And let me explain to you what angered me about the Paris Hilton podcast. Paris Hilton has to be one of the most privileged white women living in this country. In the first 15 minutes of her podcast, all she does is bitch moan and complain about how hard her life is. <laughs> and I, I can't keep a straight face. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. How? I think it's funny. Yeah. And then she starts bringing up shit like she's going to start canceling people now. So she brought up an interview that she had with David Letterman on The Tonight Show in 2007. That was 13, 14 years ago now. And evidently, David Letterman was a little bit too hard on her because she was about to go to jail. So she's still upset about that to this day. And she wants to cancel David Letterman. Is he still alive? David Letterman? Of course he is, dude. He's got a bigger oh. beard than you, and it's white. Oh, was that, is that the guy with the wavy hair? No. Who's that? The, the, the night show. You don't, know who, you, don't, you don't know what David Letterman looks like, buddy? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I never watched the, the night shows or Saturday Night Live <laughs> or crap like that. I never watched any of that. I never you stayed up. I never you stayed just up amaze me. Why? You absolutely amaze me. All right. Have you ever heard of a comedian named Sarah Silverman? No. Okay. You ever heard of the MTV Movie Awards? Yeah, I, I've, I've seen those. Okay. The 2007 MTV Movie Awards, Paris Hilton was in the audience, and Sarah Silverman was up on stage. And Sarah Silverman made a joke about Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And Paris is still upset about it. And now she wants to care, cancel Sarah Silverman 13 years later. Oh, good for her. And, and <laughs> it's just, so yeah, it just, it, it upsets me, dude. When like Paris Hilton could write me a check for like 50 grand, a hundred grand. And it would change my life. Or she could oh. write a check for 20 grand and maybe get a bunch of homeless people off the street. And she has billions of dollars and she has the nerve to go on a podcast and try to cancel successful people because they asked her the wrong questions 13 years ago, or they made a joke about her <laughs> or to bitch on a show about how tough her life is. Dude, you give me her life. I'm all set, man. You know? I guess. Yeah. You should call her up. See if she uh, she'll give you some money. You think she'd accept my call? I don't know. Maybe comment on her podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm all set with that. All right. Yeah. Lastly, Josh, this wasn't something that we went over in pre-production, but I thought you might get a kick out of it because so did I. Because we love sure. animals, right? We love I, animals, and I almost, uh, hit a, I almost hit a chihuahua on the highway. And, uh, would, you have, would you have cried if you did? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I, 
it's hard to steer one of these things. I probably would have taken it out. I, yeah, I probably would have been upset, a little bit upset. Would you have cried? Maybe. I like chihuahuas. Maybe. They're, they're kind of cute. Yeah, I know. My girlfriend in high school, when she was learning how to drive, uh, she had her learner's permit, and I sat in the passenger or the uh, passenger seat and let her drive. And uh, on her way home one night with me, she hit a cat. Oh. And the instant she hit it, she just literally, she locked up the brakes with me in the car and just started bawling because she hit a cat. And I had to console her for the next couple hours. She was so upset. And I'm like, sweetheart, that's going to happen over the course of your life driving. You're going to hit some cats, maybe a couple. You're going to hit some squirrels and chipmunks, maybe a few snakes, maybe a deer, you know? Yeah. But anyways... Yeah, I hate cats. I, I'm not a big fan I, of cats. Yeah, nor am I. But you know, I'm sure that cat. I, I'm sure that cat was somebody's pet, and now they don't have it because you know she had to go and hit it. <laughs> it wasn't her fault. <laughs> it just it just darted out in the road. But anyways, <laughs> um, so one of the dogs that lived below me, I learned an interesting, funny fact about it today. All right, it doesn't. Okay. It can't poop on a flat surface. It has to poop on an elevated surface. So what it's been doing is this dog takes a shit out back in the backyard on top of a bucket. Really? (laughs) For some reason, it just can't squat down and go like a normal dog. It has to either... It has to either shit on top of a bucket or it will put its hind legs way up in the air on top of a bush and shit on top of the bush. It just won't go on the ground. It has to shit. It has to leave its shit on an elevated surface. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never heard of a like domesticated animal, like having like a bathroom hang up like that, like where like they had to shit on an elevated surface. Yeah, that's crazy. You You should videotape it when you see it. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I want to say it might have been uh, around episode 40, 41, 43 over the summertime before you came on as a co-host. I was doing an episode live from my uh, from the back deck here and my neighbor's dog at the time right over my shoulder took a shit on camera during the show. Any of you guys want to see that? I actually have that as the promo or like the thumbnail for the YouTube video. I'm like doing this with my hands because what, you know, because while you're recording with the, uh, like the camcorders we have or whatever, you can see yourself back. So over my shoulder, I'm doing the show and I can see the dog shitting right there. And I'm like, yeah, that just, it couldn't have been more perfect. It was right there. So anyways, that's awesome. What do you got going on, man? You're in Wisconsin. You're yep. near Green Bay. I you're am. near Lake Michigan. You got it in the background there. You're near Chicago and all that other good stuff. And yeah. uh, I don't know. You try any cheese? Are you a cheese head now? What's going I'm, on? I'm going to get some cheese tomorrow. Yeah? I'm going to stop. I've seen this place called uh, Mars. It's Mars, like the planet. Mars Cheese Castle. As opposed a- to Mars, like the... Uh, candy bar it's spelled the same it's like the planet that's the name of the company mars cheese castle and it's this giant castle 
as soon as you cross over to Wisconsin. So I think yeah. I might stop there. Yeah, you, like yeah. you like cheese, right? <laughs> I could have made about f- so many different cuts. Yeah, I, dude, I love cheese, especially the cheese that's growing right here. Ugh, right? Cottage cheese. I don't you know like if you ever said this to me on the air before, but one time during a podcast taping, Josh either said this on the air or before we hit record. He looked at my goatee and he says, you know what? Your chin looks just like my nutsack. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, dude. Such a confidence boost. I thought, I thought I said your head looks like not your chin. Just like I've said, Josh, you love to make fun of my bald head, but you do realize it's because I shave it, right? Yeah. You, you do understand that, right? It's my choice to have a bald head. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Do you make fun of people in wheelchairs too? <laughs> no. Why would I do that? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, so, you're, so you're saying you're handicapped because you're bald? You're making fun of an ailment that I have. Do you want me to make not, fun of all your ailments? I just roast ail- you up and down right now. It's not an ailment. Some some girls think that's attractive. Some guys do also. Yeah. So I and think the fact that you don't is fine. <laughs> but the fact that you have to constantly bring it up makes me question. Makes me question it. <laughs> like how when it's, I tell you I'm watching the boys, your first instinct <laughs> is like pedophilia. <laughs> You're you're too sensitive, John. Relax. Yeah. You know, I've heard that before, and that actually triggers me, motherfucker. I am not sensitive. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) It's just funny when you're just, I don't know. I just like to point shit out because I'm just an observational kind of person. And when you said, like, you know, Mars, as in, like, you know, the planet, we're like, yeah, dude, there's only one Mars. Oh, there's there's Mars bar, too. If you you had said, like, the candy bar, <laughs> you'd have to get a little bit more specific. But when you're talking about Mars, you know, anyway, you know Mars, kind of, like, you know. What kind of cheese you like? I'll pick some up. What kind of cheese do I like? What am I having I thought, it on? I thought you were lactose intolerant. I'm really trying to work on my intolerance <laughs> level. I'm really trying. I don't want to be canceled. So I'm trying to become more to- tolerant of lactose, you know? Uh. I've they had to laugh. tolerate a lot of things growing up. So I'm building it. Yeah. I, I have, yeah, I, I, dude, I know it's unbelievable, dude. I think they make lactose cheese, lactose free cheese. But it every like crap, single, though. every single person, just like you just did that. I've told that I have lactose intolerance. I was <laughs> like, did you know they make pills for that? Did you know they make lactose free milk? What do you think? I don't know that. It's like asking a person <laughs> in a wheelchair. Did you know your legs don't work? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that once or twice before. I get it. Yeah, dude. I get it. They make the pills and the lactate and all. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I've built up an immunity to it again. But yes. Oh, that's, that's good. Um, love mozzarella. Mozzarella. Is that how you say it if you're Italian? Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. mozzarella. Um, honestly, mozzarella and American are my two favorites. American, really? There's so many other better cheeses than American. Okay. What's better than American on a burger? Monterey Jack? Cheddar? I don't agree. I don't agree. Swiss? 
Nope. Oh, oh Swiss. No, no, no. On a burger? Come on. On a burger? You never had a Swiss Sorry, bacon dude. burger? Nothing better on a burger than just plain old American cheese. Ah, That's right. So much, there's so I'm much. Blue. Red-blooded American. I like my some, burgers with American cheese and American buns and American pride. How about some nice blue cheese on a steak burger? Mm. I don't do blue cheese. Blue What's cheese literally tastes... No, blue cheese smells way too close to vomit for me to eat it. You're such a wuss. Dude, have you ever just even stuck your nose into like the bottle of uh, like uh, the shake Parmesan like I got in the fridge right now? It smells I, very close to vomit. That's why some people can't even smell it. I drink it that It tastes stuff. delicious. Oh, me too. I put it on top of pizza, which already has mozzarella on it. I drink yeah, it I right out of the... I eat it right out of the jug. Ah. You know what I heard? You're close to Milwaukee. I heard that Milwaukee has got a couple of like unbelievable restaurants that I could actually hook you up with if yeah. you wanted to swing through there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to be heading home after this, heading back in that direction at least. So I don't know if I'm going to have a lot of time here. Will we have Josh Ryder back in the studio for episode 76 next week? Probably not. Inquiring minds. I thought you said you were. <laughs> nah, just for that, probably not. Dude, you have a week to get back here. I think you can manage. <clears throat> I'll, I'll drive slow. Yeah. <laughs> and clock out late. Yeah. 60 <laughs> minute warning. Boom. All right, buddy. You got anything else to throw in before we uh, reconvene next week, hopefully in person? Because your connection does kind of suck. Your connection sucks. Your face sucks. Why are you wearing a hat when it's 65 degrees there? I hope you drown in that lake behind you. I almost did <laughs> earlier when I fell over. I know. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. No, I got nothing, man. You got nothing? Nothing you nothing. want to say to the American people? Thank nothing you, you very much. Pontificate? Thank you, every mu everybody, and uh, drive safe. What did you think of last week's episode, Josh? I watched uh, probably about 40 minutes of it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a good interview. Could you at least lie for the fans? Why would I lie? I and say lie. you watched the whole thing and it was incredible? I was kind of working, man. You know attention. what did happen? You know what did happen? Uh, Rob Santos and his team. <laughs> it was um, a great interview, though. Were actually able to track that a number of people that uh, listened and/or watched the podcast did actually go to their Indiegogo site and not only watch the beige concept, but they donated to it. Wow! So if the, if if that is one of you out there listening or watching, God bless you. Rob and his whole team are so appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, he he believes in that concept and as do I. I've seen it three times now. It's 13 minutes long. If you guys want to check out Beige or haven't watched last week's uh, interview with uh, comedian Rob Santos, check it out. Rob's a great guy. And we're going to be seeing more of him on the show. I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, stand-up with him too over the summer. So there's going to be a lot more uh, Rob around along with I thought, Josh. I thought your glory hole uh, conversation what? was funny. Yeah, that 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 was one of my favorites too. Was the glory <laughs> hole thing? Because I've 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 never experienced that before. I've never Neither. been in a bathroom that had a hole in the stall or had fingers come out. But Neither honest to God, 
just like I said on the show, and uh-oh, I'm going to come off homophobic, but yeah, if those, if I had fingers that came, okay. Well, okay. Snap it, Josh. Yeah. I joked about snapping the guy's fingers in half last week but no i i I wouldn't do that i guess the i guess the signal to say you're not interested is just to do nothing so if i saw fingers come out from underneath (coughs) the stall i would just do nothing i wouldn't snap them because that would be assault and then i would would, be arrested and i don't want to be arrested you would tickle them you would tickle the fingers i don't know if i had enough beers in me i might actually put my foot underneath the stall and say yeah let's go motherfucker take it all I'm adventurous. I'll try anything once. <laughs> and with that note, I gotta everybody, go. I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. Yeah. With that note, I was just about to sign off before you interrupted me. But uh, on that you, note, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed episode 75 live from Wisconsin with our co-host here, truck driver extraordinaire, Mr. Josh Ryder. Josh, we miss you. We will see you hopefully back in the studio next week. Go Packers! It's not football season, buddy, but but good effort. A for effort there, my friend. All right. Thanks, everybody. Tune in next week for episode 76. Back here in the studio with our good friend, Josh. See you, everybody. See you, buddies.